go. Okay, we're recording. Perfect. Awesome. Well, uh, welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. Last week we were, we were in the Shareholder Summit. So this week we are back and I am super excited for our uh, amazing guest today. I met Kyle Handy, um, I think it was two, two years ago in Las Vegas at a Brent Gove event and uh, we instantly connected. Um, I today uh, still think you are one of the kindest people I've ever met. <laughs> and I've always, um, you know, just, just um, think the world of you. So um, thank you for being on our show. I know you're super busy. So without further ado, EXP icon agent, Kyle Handy, welcome. Thank you so much, John. And yeah, you're too kind, man. I, I think the same about you and uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. And hopefully I can, uh, you know, bring some value to uh, those uh, connecting. Thank you. Thank you. You know, well, Kyle, when I think of EXP agents and who they should be, uh, I think of you. Um, just full of contribution, kind, uh, producing at a high, high level and humble about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always think about that. Um, so yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you sell real estate out of and how you got started. Sure. So yeah, I mean, uh, I got started about 13 years ago. I'm here in San Antonio, Texas. So I started in 2008, you know, the best time to get into the business, right? Yeah. Wow. And uh, I had just graduated from college. I got my degree in finance and uh, really didn't know what I wanted to do, you know, as far as uh, if I was going to get into like banking, investments or whatever. And my mom was like, uh, you know, she uh, had been in the real estate business, not full time or anything like that. But, uh, but, you know, just kind of part-time dabbled in it. She had some friends. She was like, why don't you go get an interview with this new home builder? And uh, so I did that. And, uh, and I actually got hired. I was to, to much of my surprise. I had no sales experience. You know, I was this young kid. I was 22 years old. Wow. And, uh, and I got hired by a home builder here in San Antonio, a very reputable one. And, um, and that's kind of how I got my start into the business. And I did that for about five years. I uh, worked for uh, the builders called Ryland Homes. And so it was kind of a higher end, I'd say kind of uh, above the average price point here. And, uh, and I really, you know, learned a lot. You know, I learned a lot about sales. I learned a lot about real estate. I didn't even own a house, you know, before I got started there. And, um, and so, you know, and I, and I always had a lot of doubts in my head that, you know, I could make it in this business because I was like, who's going to buy $300,000, $400,000 house from a 22-year-old kid. You know, that's always what mm. I had thought. And, um, but, you know, one thing after another, I just, you know, kept, uh, you know, uh, improving my skills and, and getting better year over year. And then about five years after being in new home sales, I realized I, I wanted to kind of, you know, start having more freedom and, and kind of build my own business. And so in 2013 uh, is when I got into actually the general real estate space. And I actually went straight to owning my own real estate brokerage, um, which is, you know, I know that's a different path than what a lot of people, you know, would probably do. You know, most would go to like a, a you know, established brokerage or something like that. But I knew that I wanted to build a business that I could um, build leverage in and scale and, you know, and really kind of, you know, do something where, yes, my efforts are going to propel it, but then, you know, I wanted to also be able to leverage other people's efforts, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I figured just going and getting, you know, being like a real estate agent, you know, it'd be really difficult to do that. But at the same time, I also didn't really know what I didn't know, you know, I was kind of naive. Yeah. And so I was like, 
look, I'll just do this brokerage thing. It's going to work. You know, I never had a doubt in my mind. Like I just, that's not the way I think. I always just think positive and like, how do I solve problems? And I'll figure out things as I go. And, um, and so I did that, you know, for basically for four years from 2013 to 2017, um, I had my own independent brokerage, uh, here in San Antonio, Texas, and I grew it to about 15 real estate agents. And most of them, you know, they're all like kind of newbies, uh, just getting into the business. They were yeah. friends of mine. Um, but, you know, out of those 15 agents, I had, you know, a good three or four that were like solid agents. You know, they were full time. They were selling. Uh, I was, you know, actively selling myself as well as, you know, managing the brokerage. And, um, you know, and then basically in 2017, that's when, uh, you know, I, I heard first about eXp mm. and decided like, oh my gosh, like this is pretty unique. You know, there's nothing that I'd ever seen like it, um, you know, as far as the potential. And then also as far as the support that I could leverage eXp for to help with all the stuff that I was trying to do at my brokerage. Because I mean, I, I was swimming in 2017. I was like, mm. I was up to my head, you know, trying to sell, trying to manage everything. I had a lot of overhead, you know, I had wow. about 20 to 25,000 a month I was spending in overhead. And, uh, and I just saw eXp as a way that, you know, I could help my agents out to get further uh, faster. And it was a way that I could also get more exposure on like a nationwide stage versus just right. San Antonio. And, um, and then also it was just a good way for me to be able to continue selling and have more focus just on sales. And so in 2017, that's, that's what I did. I switched over. Um, and now, you know, obviously I've been here for about four years. Uh, I hit icon agent, you know, each year that I've been here, um, just, you know, from my, my production still. And, um, and that's been a life-changing opportunity for me as far as, you know, the stock and all the things that have come from that. Um, but I've also made a lot of great friends at the company. Um, I've learned a lot of things since being here. And I feel like my, my life is just a little bit more organized now. Um, and so, you know, so now, you know, long story short, you know, my entire journey, what I, what I really am passionate about now today, um, you know, fast forwarding into like 2021 is, is helping other agents, you know, go through their journey, you know, mm. and that's, and so that's what, what I've, what I've done now. I've, I've basically now transitioning uh, out of, out of the actual production, out of the sales oh, okay. myself and, um, and focusing on, you know, my team, because I do have a, a team, a, a large team here at eXp. So focusing on them and helping them, but then also I've got a, a much larger audience just through like my YouTube channel and through my right. blog that I continually try and, you know, produce more content for as well. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell. Oh, thank you for sharing. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's, it's a long journey and you know now 13 years into the game i wanted to circle back on you being a 22 year old getting into the business because yeah. we have a lot of new agents also and they're always asking you know, who's gonna buy a house from a 22 year old <laughs> you know and then you were in that grind for four years so how did you overcome yeah. that as you started yeah i mean that was always going through my head and i would say, you know, the, the, the easiest way for me to overcome it was I just had to be really sharp at my game. Like I was, you know, very focused on trying to learn as much as I possibly could. So, you know, when it came to like, you know, at that time I was in new home sales, I figured, you know, I for sure need to know 
um, everything that I, that I can about my company, like first and foremost, like in about, you know, my product that I can offer, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want somebody to come into my office and ask me questions and then not know the answer <laughs> yeah. because then, then it, then it, de- then, then you basically are going to make it harder for yourself, but like, because you're going to get tests, you know, people like your clients are going to test you and they're going to, you know, try and, you know, ask to see, and, you know, if you, if you can, you know, support them and if you can help them because um, if they feel like you're not professional or if you don't have the experience or whatever, they will move on. They'll find somebody else. And so Mm. you got to overcome it by, you know, really honing in on your craft. And I mean, it doesn't happen day one. You can overcome some of, you know, your lack of experience by just being professional and making sure that you have appropriate responses. Like, you know, if you don't know the answer, I mean, I would always say, Hey, you know, that's a great question. You know, that that's the first time I've actually ever been asked that, but I promise you one thing, I will find you the right answer. And I'm not just going to, you know, blatantly give you something, you know, off the top of my head, if it's not right. And I think some people would respect that. And, um, so it all kind of, you know, come down to just your confidence. It would come down to, you know, your professionalism. And then, you know, and then I just was never satisfied with what I knew. Like I always wanted to get better. So then, you know, I went from knowing my product to, you know, knowing my competition to knowing just the real estate market in general. So I had, you know, market knowledge and you just kind of start branching off of all of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, And then, you know, once you have that, like, it doesn't matter if you're 22 or if you're 50, you know, too, it's just, you know, once you have that, that knowledge and you have that confidence, uh, it exudes off of you. And then you really don't think much more after that, you know, like I would say, I thought like that for maybe about a year or so, but then, you know, I knew my experience was, was good um, because I was really working on it. And I really didn't have those doubts as much anymore when I was 23, 24. Ah, so a couple of years in the grind and really learning from being out there. But guys, the new guys on the call uh, really work on your craft. If you're in resale, it, it's it's called role-playing your skills, role-playing your scripts and, you know, chanting your scripts and talking to more people simply and study the market, right? That's what Kyle did. And, and by year two, year three, um, you're ready to go. You're like, okay, I got this, right? What kept you so hungry in in, uh, improving yourself uh, when you first got in? Yeah, um, I would say, you know, I mean, I am a pretty just, you know, self-motivated person. I've always, even from a young age, like, you know, when I was like 14 years old, I was selling stuff online, like on, I had like an eBay business. I had websites that, you know, I was selling uh, different things on to pay for like my first car when I was 16, you know, like I I always was like entrepreneurial and always like motivated. Um, One, you know, I mean, I'm I'm a competitor. I was always like a sports person, you know, growing Uh, up. So like I'm motivated by competition. Uh, I always wanted to be the best. And so, I mean, the nice thing about you know, in the environment that I was at with new home sales was, I mean, every Friday we'd meet for like a sales meeting and they'd always go over like who, you know, wrote contracts for the week, you know, who, you know, all this kind of stuff. So I was always motivated. I wanted to be the number one, you know, salesperson in my, in my office. And, uh, and so I think that helped me to constantly want to, to, you know, learn to be better, you know, it was just kind of the, the competition side of it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, Last Dance and uh, the Michael Jordan story, how he was always, you know, grew up just hungry. Yeah. And his, uh, I don't know if you saw his uh, um, Hall of Fame speech, you know, always had a fire in him. 
Yeah. No, I missed yeah. the Hall of Fame sweep. I loved the uh that uh the last dance. That was I watched that yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, you gotta so check inspiring. It out. So inspiring. Super inspiring. So yeah, yeah, you have that competitive drive in you. Yeah. And therefore, um, you came out of the new home sales into directly into building your own brokerage. You know how scary that is? <laughs> when you're 27 years old, what what yeah. are you crazy? I, I t- trust me, man. Like it, it was one of those things where it was just, you know, I didn't know what what I didn't know. So it was kind of like, you know, I just pushed forward and, and assumed it would all work out. And and uh, and luckily, you know, I didn't do anything that messed me up too bad or anything. I right. learned a lot of lessons. Trust me, over those four mm-hmm. years that I had my brokerage, I learned a lot of things very quickly about leadership, about, you know, managing, about just finances in general, about, wow. you know, I, I learned a lot about myself, you know, how much I can handle, you know, all that kind of stuff over those four years. So I'm super happy that I did it kind of blindly because mm-hmm. if I would have known ahead of time, like uh, what I was about to embark on, I may not have done it, you know. I mean, it was just, uh, but, um, but overall, yeah, when I look back at my, my career, I'm, I'm super happy that I did it. Yeah, definitely. When I first got in, um, nobody told me anything and, you know, six months in, I haven't really, uh, I made like one sale and I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm still happy. I'm $15,000, $20,000 in debt. <laughs> oh, that's just what it is. Right. I, yep. I didn't know what I didn't know. People never told me that, uh, you need to have six months reserve. I didn't yep. know that. Right. So sometimes it's better to just be blind and just have blind faith and just go with it. It is. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, you know, the whole thing too. So like, and this is what makes it even more scary was, you know, in uh, basically right when I made that transition over, I just, so I had no kids. I have two kids now. I've got a four four and a six-year-old now, but uh, when I decided to go into general real estate from, you know, this great career in new home sales, I mean, I was making you know, 200, uh, 250 wow. a year in new home sales. So to go from that into general real estate where you don't know what's going to happen at the time I had no kids. So I was like, ah, you know, this is the time to take risks. This is the time to like do things like that. Well, like literally, I think like the month after I decided, you know, I had already quit from, uh, from my last job, I found out my wife was pregnant and, uh, and I was like, Oh my gosh, well, now I've got to make this thing work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like no turning back. And, uh, and so, but, but I'm so glad that I did it because I was doing it for the right reasons. I knew that I wanted the freedom aspect of it. Like that's something that new home sales, you know, I couldn't really get because mm-hmm. you're there Saturday and Sunday, you're working for the builder. You're there till sometimes 10 o'clock at night. You know, if you get a client that comes in at seven o'clock, right before you shut your doors and they want to write a deal or something, you're there till late. And, and I was like, man, you know, I don't mind working hard, but I want to do it like on my, you know, kind of my time. And uh, so that's why I, I didn't, you know, got into the, to the general real estate side of it. And it was because, you know, now, especially with having kids, I'm like, man, I wanted to be able to, you know, to build that freedom into my lifestyle. But at the same time, I mean, it's been eight years since I, you know, decided to go down that path. And I'm finally now to the point where like, I do have that freedom. It's Uh, not instantaneous. And so, I mean, that's something that I'll share with your audience that, you know, when you get into real estate, it's not all, you know, sunshine and, and rainbows. I mean, it takes a lot of just, I mean, I was working 80, 90 hours a week when I was getting my brokerage up, when I was, you know, working at, you know, getting my, my general real estate business going, I mean, I was working really, really hard and uh, it's finally now to where I can kind of, you know, start to settle things down. I've got a team, I've got, you know, a lot of different systems in place, um, but it's all worth it. I mean, I, I definitely would say that it's, it's hundred percent worth it. I mean, the freedom that we've got, I don't know if you saw my shirt, I've got the uh, live in the fantasy life uh, <laughs> nice. shirt on because, uh, you know, my family and I, we just bought a, a class B, like a sprinter van. 
and oh, nice. uh, oh, you know we're just traveling i mean that's that's our that's our that's our life now is is basically full-time travel i still you know help the team through you know remotely and i still create my content remotely because i can do all nice. of that stuff wherever um and then fortunately all of the business that I've built here locally in San Antonio, I've got a team to kind of manage and handle that. And I just oh. get like a referral fee from the, from the, from the deal. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you can build whatever you want in this, in this industry, but you've got to, you got to put the time and the effort into it for sure. Yeah. Time and effort guys. And, you know, I think it was Warren Buffett's um, quote where he said, uh, you know, if you want a baby, you can't have it uh, tomorrow. You can't, you can't, you have to be pregnant for nine months is what he's saying, mm-hmm. right? If you want a baby, you can't be pregnant for like one month and expect the baby <laughs> to come out. Same with real estate guys, be patient. You know, it took, it took 13 years for Kyle to be in his position right now. Uh, obviously super successful, but you didn't see the, the struggle. So I, I want to hear about um, risk yeah. because you took a lot of risk and I don't think uh, I myself, I'm risk. Um, I'm not very risk tolerant, mm-hmm. but you went from, a very safe um, job, sales job, $250,000 a year. That's a lot of money in San Antonio back mm-hmm. then too. Oh yeah. And then you just went zero to open up your own brokerage, not even going to, to, to be a resale agent first at let's say a Remax. Yeah. Like how are you able to handle so much risk? <laughs> I would say, you know, I mean, for me, I, like I look at life as like an adventure. It's like something that I always, you know, want to, you know, be better at and, and to, to, you know, have different experiences. And so I'm not afraid to like make mistakes um, because I feel like even if I make them, um, which, I, you know, I've made plenty, um, you know, I've always wound up okay on the other end of it um, just mm. because of, you know, my mindset and how I believe you know, if you work, you know, diligently and, and if you, you know, and have a, you know, have a plan, I'm not saying you don't do it, you know, like when I take risk, it's not like, you know, blind risk or anything like that. I mean, I, I do have a plan behind it. And, and typically I've got like a plan B behind that, you know, it's ah, like, I always looked okay. at it like, I mean, Hey, you know, I mean, if this thing doesn't work out um, in, you know, in, in, you know, having my own brokerage or even just general and state in, in general, I mean, I've got the experience. I could go back at that point because I mean, five years later, I had a lot of experience. I could go to another builder and get hired, right? So you always have some backup, right? So it's not right. like you're you're completely just going out on a limb. Um, but at the same time, I knew what I where I wanted to go, so I was willing to put everything else on the line to get there. And I think so. Sometimes you just have to kind of you know figure that out if that's you know where you're at in your life, or you know you want some change, you want some massive change. What are you going to, you know, what are you going to be willing to, to put out there to go after it? You know, cause I did have to give up a lot of stuff, you know I mean? For a while I gave up a lot of money because it took a while before my, my real estate started making me as much as I was making in new home sales. Mm. Um, and so, I mean, you know, it, so that was something I had to give up. I had to give up a lot of time because I mean, at that point, five years into to new home sales, I had it down pat. I mean, I knew my product. I knew my competitor's product. I knew how to go into to the office and then like just work and then come home. And, you know, and so like, but then when I got into general real estate, I had to learn everything brand new again. I mean, it was like a whole nother business essentially. And so, I mean, I was working a lot, you know, and, and my wife was pregnant and we were like about to have a baby. And so it was like, you know, putting all this, this time and effort in, but I knew what the, what the, you know, ultimate outcome was. And so I was willing to do it. And so I think you have to make that commitment in your mind, first off, that the risk is worth it because if, it, if the risk is not worth it, 
you're not going to be all in. And then at that point, you know, you might fail at something that you could have mm-hmm. been successful with if you were all in, but you, you know, so, I mean, that's where, again, it all has to start in your head. You got to put it down as a plan. Um, and then you got to work the plan and really, you know, uh, you know, be serious about it. Gotcha. So what I'm hearing you say is that although you you take risks, but it was calculated risk definitely, and you had a plan, you had a plan A and you had a plan B. 100%. But you did, you, you went all in. How, how important is it to go all in for a real estate agent? Do you think? Oh, 100%. It's, it's so important. I mean, it's probably the most important thing. I mean, I think that's the hardest part about being like, you know, like a part-time agent or somebody who's like trying to transition into getting into real estate, like full-time, mm-hmm. you know, is, is the fact that, I mean, this business, like, I think for the ones that are really successful with it, I mean, it's, it's like what you first think about when you wake up in the morning, it's what you think about when you're going to bed at night. Like, I know for me, like, that's how it is. Like, you know, I wake up at five 30 in the morning and the first thing that I want to do is come up to my office and start like doing stuff, you know, like to try and further my business. And, you know, um, and then, you know, when I'm going to bed at night, like usually I'm thinking about like, what can I do different? What can I do, you know, uh, the next day? Like what's, you know, what did I do today that I was, you know, happy about? What do I still need to finish off? And so like, you know, but when you're not all in, like, if you're just kind of like, you know, just doing this to, you know, try it out or to try and see how it goes. You're, you're not like as crafty. You're not like mm-hmm. trying to like think of these different, like little, you know, uh, unique, because I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, the, the, the difference between like really good agents and ones that maybe don't even make it in the business. Sometimes it's not that much. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just these like little unique opportunities. It's the way that they, you know, might do something differently or the way they might approach something. But if you're not all the way in, you know, you, you miss on these like little, little tiny things. Guys, the, the part-time agents on this call uh, or watching on Facebook, uh, let's go all in guys. If you're not going to go all in, you're not going to have extraordinary results, right? You got to go all the way in guys. And uh, that's what you, you've achieved. Um, talk a little bit about leadership because you went from um, the brokerage and you have 15 agents. Now, four years later, you had 450 agents. Yep. Guys, that's 30 times in four years. <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. So tell us a little bit about leadership and what you have to uh, learn about leadership to get to where you're at, you're at today. Yeah. Well, I would say, you know, I mean, some of the things that, that I've learned a lot, especially here, uh, you know, as my group has grown rapidly, you know, right lately, I've had to like really figure out empowering other people. Um, you know, before, like when I thought of leadership, I thought like leadership meant I had to do everything. Like that was like my biggest struggle, like with, even like when I had a sales team, like my local sales team here in in San Antonio, I felt like leadership meant like I do everything and, you know, I'm the director. I'm, but, but, you know, honestly, the more that I've learned about leadership, I've realized that like leadership is empowering other people mm. uh, to, to, to do stuff, you know, more so even than yourself, right? Like you've got the vision as the leader and you should try and, you know, help implement that vision out. But like, you need to get out of your own way um, to be able to allow people to do, you know, what they're good at and to, you know, to show off their talents. And, and so I think that especially as my, my team here at EXP has grown over, you know, 400 people, like I've got some really amazing talent 
on my team. And uh, instead of me thinking like, oh, well, you know, I'm Kyle, I'm the one that makes all these YouTube videos and I'm the mm. one that trains all these agents on my blog. And, and I've got to do all this stuff to get all of my team to keep growing. It, it was actually the opposite. I mean, like, it, you know, probably I would say I made that epiphany like a year ago where I was just like, you know what? Uh, I need to go ahead and start like lifting up other people and letting them, you know, uh, help, help take some of this, you know, um, you know, this group over and, and basically make it theirs too. And, uh, and since I've done that, you know, our culture of our entire organization, like my organization, so the sub-organization of EXP that I've got uh, control over, the culture has improved, you know, immensely. Mm. Uh, the support has improved immensely. Uh, I feel like, you know, my, you know, daily routine, my, my weekly routine is, is so much uh, less burden, burdensome, I guess you could say like, um, and so like being a leader, I think, you know, you, you'll go through all sorts of different like ideas in your head of, I think what that means, mm -hmm. but ultimately I think the more that you start to like incorporate other people in, into like what you're trying to do. Um, I think that's the, the, the true definition of being like a, a really good leader. It, it really is about empowering others. And, you know, uh, I, I would, way back, I would think like being a leader is still being the best agent, uh, best highest selling agent on the team. And then everybody would just follow it. It really didn't work like that. And I was burning myself out doing that. Yep. So I, I think I'm on the right track now following you. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. I was in the same mindset, man. I felt like, you know, oh, if I just keep pushing, if I keep pushing, you know, people will follow that. Uh, but it didn't quite work that way. And I, and I tried so many different iterations of it. It just, uh, it wasn't going, you know, going the way that I, I would have hoped to. And now I yeah. finally feel like it is, you know, it's, it's so weird. It takes it, time. Yeah, it does. It takes time. It for sure does, yeah. but totally worth it though. We got some uh, comments here. Uh, yeah. Why do you think some agents made the decision to go all in and why some don't? Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, usually it's, it's like a pain or pleasure kind of thing. So, mm. you know, like if you've got, you know, enough pain in your life from something, then, you know, it's, it's probably a little bit easier to like go all in and, and try and really, you know, make whatever this next thing, um, you know, work. Whereas if you're like already doing pretty good, if there's really no, you know, huge motivations, like if, you know, if, if, if it's not like a burning desire for you to change your life, you know, for the positive, or if it's not like you don't have a lot of negative in your life, then it's just very easy to like, kind of still just stay lukewarm all the time. Right. You know, like for me, like, you know, I, I definitely had a burning desire because I mean, as you, you know, remember, it's like, I mean, my, my daughter was about to be born. I had right. no guaranteed income coming in. So, I mean, there was, you know, there was like a, a burning thing there. Plus, I mean, I'm a sole income earner. Like my wife doesn't work. She stays at home with the kids. So mm -hmm. like, you know, I've always had that like feeling of like, you know, I've got to, I've got to do this. And, um, and so, but if you're in that position where maybe it's like, you've got a spouse that works and they bring in some money and you're maybe bringing in some money and things are like, okay, you know, it's good. You know, that, that's kind of like, I think I'm sure there's a, I know there's a quote, I can't probably, I'm a terrible quote person, but it's like, you know, like the enemy of, of great is good or something. You know what I mean? Like if you're doing okay, yeah. like you don't think to go all in because you're doing okay, you know, and, and you're, and you're okay with that. And so, but I think that you really have to get to a point in your life where, you're not okay with just being like mm -hmm. where you're at. Right. Like, 
And, uh, and if that's the case, then yes, I mean, you know, then the only option is to go all in. And so I think that's, that's why some people make the decision and, and some don't, you know, um, that, that'd be my guess. Yeah. And, and guys, and, and there's no right or wrong. Um, it's just whatever works for you. And however, if you want extraordinary results, you got to go all in. Uh, right. Another comment from Taryn, I would love to go all in, but having a family and leaving my full-time job scares me. My biggest fear is not providing for my kids, my wife and parents. Yeah, well, I, I totally get it. I mean, you know, it's definitely scary and, and risk is, is sometimes scary too. And, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, that's where you have to like ask yourself, you know, like, what are you more afraid of, right? Like, mm -hmm. what's like, are you afraid of, you know, living a life where you never will get ahead or, you know, like, and I don't know that, you know, your particular situation, I'm not saying you're not ahead, but like wherever you're at, like, if you're not happy there, well, that's a fearful position too. Like, you know, if you're not satisfied and if you want more, that's, there's just, there could be just as much fear there living that same lifestyle than if you were to maybe take on something different or, you know, change your mindset. And because really, I know it sounds really scary to like go all in, but if anything, like, I mean, there's really not a lot bad that can come from it. I'm not saying to like go all in and start spending like tens of thousands of dollars and put your you know life savings at risk. I'm talking about more of like your personal development and what you're willing to sacrifice of your, like of you to be able to like take that next, you know, make it to the next level. And so, you know, sometimes it's just a commitment of like, Hey, this is what I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be willing to work X amount. I'm going to be willing to, you know, uh, put myself out there as far as like, if you're not like a phone person and you, you know, and you know that if, you know, if you just prospected more, you would be more successful. Like a lot of the times, like that's what we're talking about all in. It's not like a, a thing that like you, you're going to like risk your family because of it's more of just like a lot of times it could be ego that you're risking and you've got to be willing to, to do that. Um, it could just be comfort, like, you know, like, yeah, like, I mean, would I rather be able to sit down and watch Netflix and, you know, chill for, for, you know, a few hours a day and yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so, so like, sometimes you're just giving up something like that to mm -hmm. go all in. And I think that's where we're, you know, I think if, if you want to make a change big enough, then you got to do it, you know? Absolutely. And Taryn, um, great question, by the way. And again, there's no right or wrong answer to this. It's just whatever works for you. And I think we take it offline and uh, we'll chat. And I think you can do it, Taryn. I believe in you. Yes, you awesome. can, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. What, how about one last piece of advice for the crowd to, to have us you know, uh, finish strong for you know, Q2? Yeah. Well, here's, here's my thing. And I've been talking about this, you know, now for a little while, especially to my group is I think the biggest thing that separates those that are successful in real estate um, from those that might be struggling is, is coming from a um, position of contribution always and trying to figure out how you can add more value to the marketplace. And so, you know, if you're a real estate agent, you got to think about like, you know, what could I do to, to be more valuable to potential clients out there. And like, you know, for me now, like knowing what I know about like YouTube and blogging, I mean, there's so many ways that you can, can, can scale your value to mm. lots of people pretty quickly. Um, I've got, you know, friends in my group that, uh, you know, they built a YouTube channel 12 months ago for, for selling real estate, like locally in San Antonio and, and other markets. 
And, uh, and they're selling now five to eight deals a month from relocation people that are finding their wow. videos on YouTube. And they're, you know, their videos are, are like, you know, the, the five best places to live in San Antonio, uh, how to get a, a mortgage in San Antonio, Texas. Like, you know, there's, they're, they're just videos that they're providing value and these videos work in the background or it could be a blog post or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're providing value and it takes a little bit. It doesn't happen overnight, but if we're talking about like something that they could do here that might move the needle by the end of the year, um, you certainly that it is a strategy that'll work. I promise you, you know, in, and I know that, you know, there's a lot, that goes into learning how to make some videos, or if you you know want to do a blog, like how do you build a website? There's all those questions that start coming into your mind. But I promise you that with the way technology is today, there's no question that you can't find the answer to out there already. You know, you can you can find out how to start a YouTube channel. You can find out how to start a blog. You can find out just even if you don't know how to answer those questions, like you know what are the best markets? I mean, the, that's the things you need to learn, right? That's part of being a professional in your craft. And so, you know, that's where I would say, you know, for anybody watching this, if you want to improve your business, not only just this year, but you want to build like a scalable, long lasting business that's consistent, provides, you know, leads coming in consistently to you. You're not like, you know, uh, susceptible to like always having to pay for leads on Zillow or Mm. on Facebook or, you know, or, or the other big thing for me that I always preach on is like, you know, I'm not like a huge social media person. Like, I mean, I, I am on, you know, Facebook and Instagram. Like I've got all of those, but I hate posting like all the time. Like mm-hmm. I can't like, you know, like I'm just, I'm not like that kind of person. I would rather build like a piece of content, like a, like a YouTube video or a blog post, you know, and maybe make like two of them a week, but then have them work for me over the course of years. That's just my style versus like, you know, people, but I mean, you can be successful doing the other way too. But that's where for me, I'm like, you know, for a scalable, consistent business, you know, put out some value out there in a manner that's going to get consumed over long periods of time, not just short periods of time. And that way you can be more efficient over a long period of time and, uh, and you'll have a more steady, smooth business, which in real estate, it's very uncommon to have. So I'm telling you, I mean, that, that is the formula um, for, uh, for consistency is putting value out there that'll get consumed over long periods of time. Thank you so much, guys. Contribution and scale that contribution by creating consistent content and you will have a consistent business. Who wants to have a consistent business? I do. So Absolutely. keep creating content. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you, Kyle. How can we follow you on social media? How can we send you referrals and how can we join your team at EXP? Yeah, thanks, John. So yeah, I mean, if you want just on uh, YouTube, go subscribe to my channel, Kyle Handy. Uh, I've got, uh, man, probably a little over a hundred videos on there now. And, uh, and I do plan to uh, start releasing some more, uh, here pretty soon. And so that's probably one of my biggest ones. And then, uh, and then on my blog, kylehandy.com, I've got a lot more content on there, articles and things that I've created myself, um, different tools and resources that you can, you can grab from there as well. Everything is free. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, if you want to actually connect with me, if you want to reach out, feel free to shoot me a message on uh, Facebook or Instagram, uh, or you can email me, kyle at thehandyteam.com. Those are kind of the the best ways I would say to get in touch with me. 
And, uh, and then from there, we can, we can connect. I'm happy to help in any way that I can. If you've just got questions about your real estate business, um, about EXP, about just anything, uh, let me know. I'm, I'm, like I say, I love to help agents. That's my passion. And, uh, and I, I, was, I was in every, probably, you know, in the shoes of everyone that's watching this at some point in my career. So I know where you're at, where you're coming from. And, uh, and I'm always happy to help. So. We can't thank you enough, man. And uh, always so humble and modest, always being a contribution. We thank you today. Guys, let's make it a great day, Kyle. We'll see you soon, sir. Thank you Likewise, so much. John, great talking to you. Talk to you soon. Cheers.